Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your grateful host, Jessica Spencer. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. The show is called New Year, New You, and the call-in number, as always, is 347-996-3263. And usually I try to jot down a little something uh, to come on the show with, and it's definitely been, I think, over a month that uh, that I've done the show, or just about a month, and I apologize for that. Just been doing a lot of different things, but this is uh, my first love and, and definitely something that... I really want to uh, continue to do so. I'm going to make more of an effort to make sure that I get online on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Once again, the call-in number is 347-996-3262. All right, so the the title of the show again is New Year, New Year. So I missed the, uh, the actual top of the year and the actual new year. Um, so we're going to make up for that, and, and that's in the title of today's show. And so I want to kind of explore this whole topic of New Year's and kind of give – I wanted to give a brief history of New Year's since, you know, we've adopted this this calendar, which is no longer based on a linear calendar as Indigenous people uh, had and that uh, was kind of closer to probably what true time is in a spiritual sense. But I think today I'm just going to kind of have it be a free-for-all. I'd like to do that. So we're not even going to – really go off of anything in particular we're going to talk about just what's been going on in the world and then kind of how we can orbit and transmute that energy into light energy and light-filled energy. And if you want to know what light-filled energy feels like, it's that energy that feels good, right? It's a sensation that, you know, we, we might define as excitement. It might be joy. It might be happiness anticipation, love, all those things that make you expand and make you feel lighter, lighter on your feet, right? You can look at it as even, you know, when you feel like you're falling in love and you feel those butterflies, you kind of feel light on your feet, right? Um, And then, you know, the the kind of duality to that, the other side of it, which we don't need as a comparison anymore, I'm going to kind of get into that a little bit. Um, So in our previous paradigm, because I definitely think that this past year, the shifting, 2015, was a relief. And if any of you felt that, again, call in 347-996-3263, because I feel like it's something that is very imperative for people that are waking up um, to kind of realize and start to really pay attention to what our life is showing us. Because, you know, if you want to know where you are, you can look at the friends that you have, you can look at the career you have. And uh, you can look at your family, your relationships, your relationship to yourself. Just start to observe the thoughts that you're having and and how often you're having those thoughts. Observations that you're making is how it's making you feel. When you look into the relationships that you're having, maybe at the end of your day today, before you go to sleep, just take five minutes or so and really look at, okay, this is my relationship to my, my family, this is my relationship to my spouse, my relationship to my coworkers you know, my relationship to my neighbor, the community, uh, how my, you know, what's my outlook on the on the world, the government, whatever. Whatever's been, you know, kind of repetitiously coming up for you, and then how do I feel about those things? And you want to spend a little bit more time on those aspects that don't feel right, right? Those, those aspects that might feel some sort of resistance, uh, a reluctance to, to look at them. They might make you feel a little bit dense or tense, stressed, 
Um, and you don't want to do well on those things. Again, we're just observing them. We're staying light about it. We're not being a magnet to those energies because what does that do? It's going to attract more of it because that's what a magnet does. So we want to stay above the level of uh, that current. We want to look down at it from an ascended level. And we don't want to lower ourselves to the level that it's existing on. We just want to observe it. And so when we observe, for instance, kind of the plight of, you know, what's going on in the world currently, how does that make you feel? You know, and just really observe, okay, this is making me feel a little tense. You know, it's making me feel a little bit in fear uh, about the future, right? And you want to just ask yourself, you know, where have I felt this way in my life before? And where was the first time that I felt this way? And allow that to come up and observe that and tell that self, you're free. You know, I, by the power of, of an awakened being that knows that I am fully healthy, whole, and complete, you are free from this feeling of fear. In this lifetime, past, present, and future, in all lifetimes, in this moment, I am free. And I call this freedom forth. I allow it to be. And I give permission for it to dwell within me. And you just let it go. And a lot of times, there is a reluctance to let those things go. And they then, you know, again, we become a magnet for them because we continuously think about them and we do lower ourselves to the level of that feeling. We're not observing it. We allow ourselves to feel as though that moment is happening over and over again until we call it forth, like a magnet. So we start to see those things show up in all of our relationships. If it's, you know, feeling stressed about money, then look at how you feel, you know, in your relationship with your spouse about fear of lack, fear of not having enough, enough love, enough, you know, know, manifest in other ways until we allow that feeling to be observed, be witness. You're going to bear witness to it. And you have the power, the only power, to release it from you. And that's, you know, that's really what we're moving into. We allow those things to come to the surface, to be observed, and to be transcended and released. And then now what, right? I feel like 2016 is the now what, you know? Now what do we do that we're free from these things? We've released a lot of relationships, right? We've released certain aspirations that were based on um, maybe limited ways of thinking before or were based on just a different, you know, adults that we're no longer nurturing because we've discovered, you know, something else about ourselves that we really want to nurture and we want to Seed and we want to we want to grow. You know, there's a seed that was planted in all of us, and that potentially exists if we water that that seed and you know, it sprouts. But it's based on your attention to it and your nurturing of it, right? So whatever you you you're not focusing on, again, it's not that it's, the potential isn't there; it's always there. It's just that it's dormant. So we're now moving into the now what, right? Because you know, for a lot of people, in a very simple way. We can say, you know, the kid for me, is, you know, for instance, I really believe, you know, in, in the government and then, you know, police officers and then, um, you know, financial systems and believing, you know, if you go to college and you work hard, then uh, good things happen to you. And, and that's not necessarily true. That's, that's relative, right? Um, because when you're looking to the outside world to make your life happy, then it's, it's never going to be imbalanced because what where happiness comes from is within you, and when your outside world matches that. Um, and that's the type of magnetism that we want to call forth, is the magnetism that we have power over and that we are creating, and we're no longer 
giving our power over to these institutions, churches, religions, police states, government, uh, military, families, you know, belief systems, cultures, identities, um, all of these boxes, um, it's the now what? You know, it's the now what? And a lot of people have that fear of, okay, I'm, I'm back at zero. Here's this blank canvas that somebody gave me, or here's this blank check that somebody gave me. What do I do with it? And before, you know, you might have had somebody tell you what you're supposed to do with it. But now that we've released all of those attachments and all those, you know, aspects of ourselves that we're magnetizing or attracting to ourselves things that we didn't necessarily want, you know, that our true selves didn't want. You know, when you put on, you know, this personality, which I hear comes from the root word persona, which means mask, when you put on this mask, then, you know, you, you don't really know who you are to want this or that. And then when you get them, most of the time, that's why you don't feel fulfilled, fully filled, um, because they don't belong, they didn't belong to you in the first place. So we have to really be okay with releasing and getting to that zero point, um, which reminds me of, you know, my friend Jason Lincoln Jeffers, and he's the author of an amazing book called The Next Human, which would be apropos to read now, I think, um, and go to his website, jasonlincolnjustice.com. But he has a, a, a chapter uh, where he talks about the zero point, if I'm remembering. He quotes the Matrix a lot, a lot, a lot along those lines. But you're getting back to that zero point where all of the status that's been caused and all of the suggestions that society has implemented into our psyche, um, into our food, into our, our, our database, into our DNA, all of those things we're, we're okay now releasing, and not because we have to have this medical procedure, you know, to, to go inside of our bodies and release these things, um, but because we have the power to do so by our words and by the energy behind those words, and, and that's why, you know, we have the ability to command. And people can be afraid of that, but it doesn't matter. You know, fear or not, it's here. Um, and we have to be willing to, to, you know, while we're talking about Jason uh, Lincoln Jeffers, he's also an artist, he's an astrologer, um, a life coach, he's many, many things. Um, I also want to introduce, which I've said on the show before, if you guys want some good reading, good listening, Matt Kahn, M-A-T-T, last name is Kahn, K-A-H-N. He is amazing. I've interviewed him on the show and in person. His energy is definitely genuine. Check him out. He has so many videos. I believe uh, the name of his website is Divine uh, Natures. But if you look up Matt Kahn, you'll find so many videos on him. Of course, a classic is Abraham Hicks. So, again, all of these types of people that are genuinely uh, great at raising your vibration, right? When you listen to them and anybody and, and yourself and your own thoughts, Tap in how you're feeling. Again, that's, that's the divine observer in you. Um, and maybe I'll go back and then this show divine observer. But that aspect of you that is resonating with them or that, that, that they're resonating with you, connecting with you. And if it feels good, you know, continue once a week or whatever you can. Continue to be in that state at some point because, you know, you might be in a job that you don't necessarily like. Or you might have to be around people sometimes that you feel... You, you haven't developed yourself enough yet. I Same thing here, to, to kind of withstand uh, certain people's energy or certain situations' energy. 
without just remaining an observer and actually lowering your energy to participate in um, judgment or to participate in uh, stressful thinking or complaining and things like that, you want to tap in and listen to people like that. Listen to this show if it makes you feel good until you are able to create your own show, until you're able to tap in enough that you have your own outlet, whether it be writing or um, tai chi or yoga or painting um, or, you know, maybe you have, uh, you know, a rock or crystal fetish or I have a friend that just, you know, tapped into herself and started making dream dream catchers, you know, homemade dream catchers um, or just create some sort of new innovation. I know that, you know, for me, when I kept, you know, diving in deeper and deeper, I, I tapped into aspects of myself that I never knew. I started painting. Um, I started releasing so much fear that allowed me to, um, you know, play a little bit, be on camera here and there, do this show, which really helped me to overcome many fears. And you can listen to the first shows. I was really, you can hear the, the trembling kind of in my voice, and I really had to do a lot of staging and white candles and, and drinking a lot of water and uh, medication before I would come on to the show. And now it just, it comes naturally. I'm talking to you right now with my hands folded and, you know, just off the top of my head or heart um, because you can just, once you tap into that energy enough, it stays on. You know, someone can ask you a question and when you are genuinely and authentically yourself, you can answer from a heartfelt place that resonates deeply with people. And that's where we want to get to is a place where we're all expressing ourselves authentically and as, it, as individuals, um, like in the macro that I'm talking about in the, in the collective where we just shifted from 2016 to the energy of 2016, which is a different type of energy, um, numerologically as well as just energetically, um, you can feel the shift. You can feel that there's a lot of chaos that came up. There's a lot of fear that came up last year with immigration and a whole bunch of, you know, racism and all of these things that needed to come to the surface to be healed. You know, all of that hatred and all of that judgment, it, it will just fester. You know, and it has festered because, you know, we, we don't want to look, you know, something that we don't want to look at. But we have to. We have to in order to evolve. We have to look at it. It may be awkward or uncomfortable at first. But trust me, I think deep down, all of us want to transcend that, you know, heavy energy. It's, it's getting old. You know, it's, let's move on to something more fruitful. Um, it's funny because I, I think often about how, you know, you had people like Aristotle or Socrates or Plato or even Nikola Tesla or Moksia, um, Marcus Garvey, or just people that were paid to be thinkers, people that were paid to innovate, people that were paid to offer their artistic ability, for their visionary senses. And that shows you where our value system was back then, where we valued those things. And we admired those things where, you know, they, they could speak in front of people. They didn't have to have a television set that brought them into, you know, houses that made them feel like, you know, almost godlike. They were able to command that type of energy based on their connectivity to their own higher self that they tapped into. And they were filled to overflowing with type of energy that allowed them to share it with others. And not for money, but just for their ability to express what they came here to express. And that's called purpose, people. That is called purpose. And if you look at people like that and you look at where we are today where, you know, most people are saddled with, 
you know, student loans, or saddled with debt and credit card and all these yada, yada, yada things are things that, again, it's, it's old and we're tired of hearing about it. Um, we have to switch our value system. And, and we're just as much responsible for that as well. When we start valuing artists again, you know, when we start showing up for them, when we start, you know, making a space welcome for them to exist in, and true artistry, um, and, and true artistry is just authentically expression, expressing yourself. It doesn't have to be, it, it shouldn't fit into any box. You know, it, it, it's funny, I, I forgot the, the young man's name, but he's uh, from Indonesia, I believe, of Bali, and uh, he's like this, this prodigy. He, he taught himself uh, jazz, and he's a jazz pianist. He's only 12 years old. I think he taught himself when he was like 10 or something crazy, and they wanted him to, to try also uh, classical music. And the reason his parents uh, bought him this first keyboard is because he had all this energy inside of him, extremely just active, you know. So they wanted him to channel that energy, so they bring him this keyboard. And he starts playing, like, just, he taught himself music based on his dad's jazz records that he had. And, and they saw that he had a gift, and, and they wanted him to learn classical music. And it, you know, really made the, the teacher upset because he couldn't play. He wanted to improvise. He wanted to, to draw outside of the lines. And, and classical music for him didn't allow him the ability to create more, to create and expand beyond the notes that, you know, someone had written before him. That we put in a box and said, this is perfection, and it cannot be uh, expounded upon, Right. And he wanted to do that. And jazz allowed him to improvise. It allowed him to put his own voice to it. And so that's what we want to do. We want to not keep reinventing the wheel, so to speak. We want to become a new type of wheel. We want to become it. You know, that everywhere we are, we're the representation of God made manifest because we can see uh, the miracles that are created when we speak, that are created when we paint, that are created when we sing, when we dance. And people are touched by it. I think that's what, you know, people like Michael Jackson did or David Bowie just passed away. Natalie Cole that passed away. Um, but Michael Jackson did this on such a stupendous level where we literally saw his soul through his music and through his dance. Um, and that's somebody that was fully expressed. They was fully authentically expressed in the, the, the highest level that they possibly could and just wouldn't stop, you know, didn't have a limit. And uh, and we can't have this type of limit. Those are things that we will be. Limitation is another one of those things that in 2015, you know, that we, we let die um, with 2015, um, this whole illusion of limitations. You know, when you're a child, you believe that you can do anything. I did. You know, I, I, there was no limit to what I could do. I felt like, oh, I'll be a lawyer and a doctor. I'll be a professor um, and a, an astronaut. You know, I wanted to be an Egyptologist. When I was younger because I always had this affinity for Egypt. Don't know where it came from, of course, quote unquote, but I was born with it, just this, this desire to know as much as I could about about Egypt. And then later in Lemuria, um, if you turn to that, check that out, Lemuria, L U M E R I A. Um, but you know, you start to you start to allow adults, you know, your family friends, whatever limitations they had, um, we allow them to put it on us because of these identities that we have absorbed, you know, that we said, okay, well, I'm this culture or I'm this tall or I'm this short or I'm this round or, 
you know, on, on this uh, sexuality or this gender, so I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, right? And then what do we do? We become a magnet. I can't, I can't, I can't. You know, that's one of the most powerful things, the most powerful tools that we have is our language, right? It's our ability to express verbally and until we can expand beyond that and, and be uh, an energetic expression. You know, those people just walk into a room and, and we say that about those types of people. We say they just light up a room. Their smile just lit up a room. We, they don't have to say anything. They can just walk into a room and turn around. Their language that they're speaking. They're speaking a language of love. They're speaking a light language. And they're embodying it. So you want to really be aware of the actual words that you're speaking until you embody a fully authentic expression of who you really are, right? So don't say words like can't or not or never. You know, you, certain words don't even exist in, in certain dialects. Certain words like maybe don't exist in certain African dialects, for instance. It's either you do or you don't. So you really want to be, especially when you're, you're wanting to create something, and let's say you're at a, a writer's block or, you know, creatively or whatever it is, start to observe again, go back into that mode. That's, that's such a powerful tool. And maybe that's something that it, it keeps coming up. So maybe that's something that's going to be a tool for to, to, uh, a tool that we can use this year in 2016 to navigate through all these new energies that are coming to assist us here um, in being fully expressed, right? Um, which we're not used to being. But we want to go back and, and start, go back to the basics and start that blank canvas and become the tool that paints on that canvas. And one of the biggest tools is going to be observation. What thoughts am I thinking about this expression that I'm trying to have come through me in the form of painting, in the form form of writing, in the form of creating this, you know, new opportunity for myself, be it in a relationship or be it, you know, painting or singing or whatever it is that you do, DJing, um, creating a new clothing line, uh, a lot of these things are personal to me, whatever it is. You want to observe, well, how, you know, how is this feeling for me? What is it bringing up to me? And don't dwell on it because you just want to observe it. And then you want to think, okay, well, if, if you have a positive charge and a negative charge, right? If you're looking at it, okay, is this making you feel enjoy? If it's not, if it's making you feel enjoy, then that's not the thing that's causing you to uh, be stopped right now, right? So then you want to look for that thing that's feeling a little bit more dense. And that's the negative charge, right? So what you need to do is balance that out so that you can then move forward beyond it. So you want to then take that positive or that negative charge and you want to turn it around so that the language that you're using about it and what your understanding of it is, is now a positive charge. That's how you then, you know, can, can move forward and you can allow that expression to be met on the same level with what your thoughts are about it. What you truly see as the end result and how you're feeling about it has to match, right? And then that is what is going to allow that to be made fully manifest. You know, when you have people like, you know, Jesus and history, people or Buddha that created these, these miracle-type things, they knew, you know, there's a difference between believing, and that's the old paradigm, when we believed in certain things. Like, this is my belief system. And if anything is outside of this belief, I can't, I can't meet that. So I'm not evolving beyond it because my energy of the end result is not matching um, what I'm truly feeling about it. You know, I have I may have doubts about what it is that I'm believing, but I'm not allowed to explore those doubts. I'm not allowed to reserve those doubts. So I never move beyond it. 
right? And so that's how you see a lot of stagnation. But we, you know, we washed away the needing to believe and we're moving into knowing. And how do you know? You have to demonstrate. So we're moving from studying or believing and we're moving into demonstration of those ideas. We're moving into Jesus didn't believe, he knew. Well, how did he know? He had to demonstrate it and believe all day long. That doesn't mean you know it. Believing is something that other people can give to you, right? And you just believe it. Like, I heard it and so, okay, that sounds good. I believe it, right? But when you know it, it's been demonstrated, and you were the one that demonstrated it. If I just told you something, your belief system can only go so far because I told you. You may trust me, but you didn't see it for yourself. You didn't demonstrate it for yourself. So your belief system about it is only going to go so far. And you can claim that you believe it all, you know, as much as you want, and you can defend it, and you can kill people because of it, and you can create laws around it. But that's all a reflection of your insecurity of the belief system because you, if you really knew it, you wouldn't have to defend it. You only believe it, and so that's why you have to defend it because there's some level of doubt in there, right? And you have to be willing to look at that. You have to be willing to observe that. So I think for 2016, one of these big tools, again, is going to be divine observation. I mean, that's, a, that's a powerful tool so that we stay neutral. We're not participating in these energies. We're staying neutral. We're observing them, and we're allowing that to be that observation to be a tool, a tool pushes us into the, the vibration that we, that we need to exist on in order to create the life that we want to create, and that is purpose. Right? We didn't come here just to live and work and find a relationship and get married and die. We came here to be a fully expressed, uh, a fully actualized expression of the divine. Right? So you're going to keep, what, I said this many times, what's after ascension? More ascension. What's after awakening? More awakening. What's after uh, enlightenment? More enlightenment. You're just, it's, it's peeling back an onion of an infinite being. You know, so you're not, you're just going to keep gathering information and you're going to keep going deeper and deeper and there's different levels and dimensions to different understanding. You know, it's just going to keep going and keep unfolding. And that's the beauty uh, of life. To me, that is heaven on earth, is life itself. Um, and life is existing because you have energetic divine beings that are physical bodies, these vessels, these earth suits, and we're getting to experience these quote-unquote emotions or feelings that divine beings don't have the opportunity to feel because we're already complete. So it's a video, it's a divine video game that we get to pick up these little coins like you do in Mario Brothers and these little, you know, sometimes it's like, and that means, you know, you're evolving, you're moving to the next level or wah, wah, right? Like you just picked up a spike instead of a coin and you get to go back to the beginning of the level and do it again. And that, you know, when you're playing that video game, if you can stay neutral, and you can, then you can stay focused, and you can stay focused throughout the game until you beat that game. And then when you do, you get a harder game. You go to the store and you get an even a harder one because, you know, the, the other one's too easy now, right? You already know it. You didn't believe that you can pass it because you demonstrated it, you know it, you move on to the harder one. And then in, in real life, that looks like challenges, right? You know, we call those harder level challenges. And then once we master those challenges, that's a part that, that uh, accumulates into our knowingness. And then we can then, you know, be a, a higher level knowing being and move on to the next level of ourselves and master that. And we just keep going. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, uh, and I'm glad that I can share it off the top of, off the top of my 
with you right now, genuinely and authentically being who I am in this moment. So I really am grateful um, to be able to do that and to connect and express the way I hope you enjoy the show. Next time, if you want to call in, again, the call-in number, as always, 347-996-3263. And hopefully I slow down for you. I know sometimes I, I am going off the top of my head. Most of the time I'm going off the top of my head, but I might have a little, you know, some notes and kind of know where I'm going. I just completely completely obliterated, uh, you know, any any kind of uh, rules for myself today or any notes. So if um, speaking too fast, you can always call in, let me know about it. If you if any of this is resonating with you, call in 347-996-3263. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to remember to try and remain a divine observer. Stay neutral. Don't participate in those things that don't feel good to you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Our Extended Radio where we are authentically becoming our divine self.